Hello and welcome to Technicity Daily Market Report for June 6, 2022. I'm joined by my friend, day trader and author Fessel Khan. Give us the rundown on the day's market conditions for stocks and commodities and general market movers. Good morning, Fessel. How are things looking in the markets? Morning, guys. Hello, everyone. Markets are looking nice and green. And by green, awesome. I hope you know by now that we are in the plus, which has been a rare commodity in the past few weeks, but uh, it's always okay. good to see when you start off the week on the right foot. I'm talking about this week, let's see what last week did. So last week, we kind of closed down on a on a bad note. Uh, Friday was uh, a weekday, very weekday. Actually, NASDAQ tumbled 2.5%, Dow and S&P lost almost 1%. Overall, Looking at the week, weekly numbers, S&P fell 1.2%, Dow lost 0.9%, and NASDAQ shed 1%. On Friday, we saw U.S. jobs report come out, and it basically showed 390,000 jobs added to the U.S. economy, better than expected. And one would ask why the market still fell, and that's because uh, even the rate hikes are not really killing that growth spirit for now or job growth spirit right now. So uh, U.S. economy, the biggest economy in the world, is chugging along at a nice pace. So that just goes investor uh, goes to show that investors are expecting that the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates to control the inflation, which obviously means the stocks are continuing to suffer on that front for now. The start of the week has been pretty pretty decent one. It's been actually uh, the sentiment has spilled over into European and U.S. equities from the Asian markets, which uh, rallied. They rallied because China just opened up after two months in excess of two months uh, lockdowns, and uh, the Shanghai Composite rose 1.3 percent, and the Hong Kong uh, Hang Seng Index jumped 2.7 percent. So the second biggest economy coming out of hiatus is kind of a good sign and risk appetite is returning to the markets this this Monday. Right now, as we see the three indices, as I've said, uh, the U.S. indices have all opened in green and have kept that momentum so far in one hour into the market open, a little over an hour. Dow is up 300 points. NASDAQ is up 220. And S&P is up 55. So nice uh, nice rebound here from the Friday lows. We're hoping with the risk appetite returning in uh, other global markets, it's going to be a little better week than, than the losing one that we saw. Some of the stock movers, uh, apart from the ones that I already post and which I post every day uh, on the stock tweets and Twitter, today is the first day for Amazon after its 20 to 1 stock split that the company announced back in March. Shares are up almost 8% or they were 8% when I saw them last. Let's Amazon right now is up uh, almost 5% and it's looking nice and healthy. Nice trajectory upwards, so rebounding from from some of the earlier lows that we have seen. So, might be providing a good opportunities for some dip buyers. But obviously, I don't take it as an investment advice. Do your due diligence before getting into any position. Uh, Google has also announced a twenty for one stock split that is set to take effect in July. 
and Tesla announced that it intends to split its stock as well, but it hasn't disclosed by what ratio or the timing. The other notable mover might be Abbott, the producer of baby formula milk, uh, is up just about 1%. Uh, it started it, the production of baby formula at, at its Michigan plant. And just to give a perspective of why that is significant, we were in North America, we're suffering from an extreme baby formula shortage for the past few weeks. And that's a pretty significant news maker today that the company has started production of the baby formula. So that might be a mover for for its stock as well, the company, but it's good for some of the supply chain issues that we were having. Again, circling back to another issue, the issue of recession in U.S., which many expect is going to eventually take place. But the timing is a bit of a debatable point right now because many think that it's probably not going to happen till the next year, considering people still have $2 trillion worth of excess cash, which the U.S. government doled out to every citizen during the pandemic. And uh, for that effect of raising interest rates to trickle through, really, it will take time. So as they continue to rate uh, raise uh, interest rates this year. We're probably going to see, a, you know, our economy slow down in the next year. So it's still going to happen, most probably, soft landing or not, but we're probably, only the timing is the one that is debatable. So there is still consensus that there is going to be recession from all these rate hikes eventually, even if it's a, if it's a smallish one. And that is not really a surprise considering the interest rate environments. That's what they bring along with them anyways. So that's uh, something that we will always keep an eye on in the future as it pans out. And having said that, China just reopened. So it's a huge importer of oil. And that's probably going to put further pressure on uh, the price of the commodity. And it's trading at $118.72, and it pierced through that previous high to almost $121 earlier. Wow. And it's uh, just hovering about uh, just above its intraday support, which is 118.20. On the top side, that previous swing high is going to act as the resistance at 121. Further gains might take it to 122.40. On the downside, the levels to watch if this support does not hold here is 116.75 and uh, 115.60. And with that, we continue to see a lot of pain for consumers at the pump. And you might have noticed how we are with gas in Canada here. Just keeps going up and up and up, up. and up and, and up. That's that's pretty much the story everywhere too. But it's just yeah. like, yeah, where does it where does it end? <laughs> where does it end? Yeah, everybody is just uh, looking at you know where would the price hike stop for oil and where would the st- stocks bottom? So those are the two recurring questions on investors' mind. I wish yeah. I had a crystal ball and let you know. We, mm. we can only just look at the price action and suggest to you what's what's going on right now. And but, that's why uh, we do this every day to try to keep, that's what uh, the, yeah <laughs> to keep you updated and whatever changes are there, whenever as they happen, we let you know. Price action is the biggest indicator, 
and that should be for uh, for most of the investors anyways trying to predict something is just like playing lottery so don't ever do that no kidding <laughs> invest only after doing your due diligence according to your risk profile and looking at your investment horizon and that's the bottom line advice i would always give to you and with that uh, positive note on the stocks we wrap up this segment of our daily market report. Thanks, Fessel. I appreciate your time and your analysis as always. And thank you very much for listening. Please join us again tomorrow for more up-to-the-hour market conditions and check out our other podcast output that we'll be producing today, which will give Forex and crypto levels to trade around. Best of luck. Happy trading, everyone.